Hello and welcome to this episode of Proximo Cast Industry News. Every week we take you through the top news across the energy, infrastructure and project finance markets. I'm your host Naomi Wood, reporting to you from London and it is the 20th of November today. Before we kick off with the top stories, I wanted to make a special announcement. Voting is now open for Proximo's Deal of the Year 2023. Nominate the deals that you believe deserve to be recognised as outstanding this year. Head on over to our website to get started. All you have to do is search for the deals you think are worthy winners and click the nominate button. In order to cast your vote, you need to be tagged on at least one deal in our database. It's the mark of a qualified deal maker. This only takes a few minutes. And remember, every vote counts. The deadline to nominate your winners is the 16th of December. If you can't find your deal on our database, don't worry, there is still time to submit. Email us at submissions at proximoinfo.com in the next three weeks to qualify. And now for the top stories around the globe this week. Afrexin Bank has approved a credit facility totaling $500 million for Egyptian contractors Elswadi Electric and Arab Contractors Company. The funds will be utilised to issue letters of guarantee and provide working capital to support the projects across the African continent. Elswadi Electric is allocated $300 million while Arab Contractors Company receives $200 million from the credit facility. Afrexin Bank has been instrumental in supporting Elsmedia Electric in securing and executing energy-related engineering, procurement and construction contracts in the various African countries, including Zambia, Angola, Togo, Ethiopia, Ghana, South Sudan, Cameroon, Niger and Tanzania. Serbia's energy ministry has revealed that two Chinese companies are planning a 1.5 gigawatts hybrid renewables project to produce green hydrogen in the eastern city of Bor. This plant would produce green hydrogen, enabling them to reduce costs. Investments of around 2 billion euros are planned for the development and construction of wind power plants, solar farms, energy storage for hydrogen production and hydrogen fuel energy production technology. Shanghai Premium Renewables and Zing Mining Group are interested in investing in the wind and solar plants as well as the storage for 30,000 tonnes of hydrogen annually, alongside a 10 million euro investment for an industrial park dedicated to wind tower production. Argentina is set to launch a call for expressions of interest EOI for energy storage projects as it looks to reach 20% renewable energy in 2025. Argentina's wholesale electricity market operator CAMESA is preparing a procedure for the Ministry of the Economy to launch a call for energy storage proposals. The Ministry has released a plan of decarbonisation to 2030 and 2050 which will require the progressive integration of energy storage systems. Under the resolution, MSR has been tasked with providing technical information about the electricity grid in Argentina and drawing up a procedure for receiving and evaluating the EOIs. Interested parties are being invited to propose projects encompassing the financing, construction and management of energy storage systems in the wholesale electricity market. The projects could be optimising generation dispatch, providing power reserve services or other mechanisms proposed, with Argentina being a major source of lithium carbonate for lithium ion batteries, EOIs which propose ways to integrate a national supply chain into project delivery will be valued according to the resolution. Green hydrogen company Aitome Energy's 145 megawatts Veleta project in Paraguay has been granted free trade zone status through a presidential decree. This marks only the sixth 
free trade zone granted by Paraguay and brings significant financial benefits to the project, including exemptions on municipal, VAT and corporate income taxes. Otome recently expanded its Melita project in Paraguay to include green fertiliser production with the aim of being first to produce an industrial scale premium value green fertiliser. Otome also aims to help decarbonise industries such as maritime shipping and heavy road transport through its green hydrogen production. The EIB and potentially IDB looks set to assist in upgrading Barbados's climate resilient infrastructure for clean water in line with the global gateway investment agenda introduced at the EU CELAC summit in July. The proposed mechanisms involves a debt for climate swap providing crucial funding for the enhancement of the Barbados South Coast Sewage Treatment Plant. The partnership involves the government of Barbados issuing approximately 276 million euros equivalent of debt. This issuance will be structured as a sustainably linked bond or loan backed by a 280 million euro guarantee. The EU through the EIB will contribute a 140 million euro guarantee and the IDB will produce, provide an additional guarantee of the same amount pending approval from the bank's governing bodies. Proceeds from the debt swap, estimated to be 100 million euros, will be directed towards the comprehensive upgrade of the South Coast Sewage Treatment Plant. The project aims to address water challenges in Barbados, enhance climate resilience, combat seawater intrusion, diversify possible water sources and minimise the environmental impact on marine life and the local ecosystem. Besides contributing to Barbados's water-related issues, the initiative is expected to generate employment opportunities for the local population. The Australian Renewable Energy Agency, ARENA, has launched the first funding round of the 400 million Australian dollar industrial transformation stream, ITS. The ITS program will support emissions reduction at existing industrial facilities in regional Australia and is part of the Powering the Regions Fund. Round 1 will see 150 million Australian dollars of ITS funding to be made available primarily for applications focusing on regional decarbonisation of industrial process, heat and off-road transportation. The programme will support projects ranging from studies to demonstrations and deployment. Opportunities may address a wide range of solutions including energy efficiency, electrification and any renewable energy technologies that support industrial decarbonisation such as fuel switching, solar thermal systems or zero emission vehicles. Enabling technologies such as energy storage or load flexibility demand management and critical infrastructure to support on-site industrial decarbonisation will also be considered. Applications will be accepted from November 30th until December 2024 or until funds are exhausted. Capital Land and India Trust, Clint, has secured a five-year construction loan of $155 million to finance Phase 1 development of its data centre in Navi, Mumbai. The loan is being provided by JP Morgan, India. Construction of the data centre has begun and is scheduled for completion by mid-2025. It will have a power capacity of 108 megawatts to service global technology giants, cloud service providers and large domestic enterprise clients. Kalint currently has three other data centres under development in India. Digital Edge Singapore Holdings has secured the platform's first green loan to support the first phase of development of the 100 megawatt SEL2 data centre project in Seoul. 
SEL2 marks Digital Edge's third data centre facility in South Korea and will be the largest commercial co-location facility in the country. The $335 million financing also represents the first green loan for a data centre project in South Korea. The financing consortium includes both international and domestic banks and the loan will be issued in two tranches, a fixed tranche and a floating tranche over a five-year term. The joint green loan coordinators for the financing were Credit Agropol CIB and ING Bank. The project was previously announced in April 2022 and has secured an anchor tenant for the first phase of the facility. Expected total project costs for the entire campus will be $1 billion. And that's all for our top news this week. Visit our website proximoinfra.com for more details and all your project and infrastructure finance news and analysis. And don't forget, whilst you're there, to nominate for your favourite deals for 2023. Thanks for listening and bye for now.